Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Welcome to the Clark Howard Show, our mission to serve and empower you so you make better financial decisions in your life. In today's episode, I'm going to tell you about some great news for building homes that are affordable. I'm also going to talk about something we all hate, except for the crooks, robocalls. So we are in a cycle in the United States where housing affordability of rentals and homes you buy is really getting out of sight. The percent of American renters that have to spend half of their take-home pay or more on their rent each month is at all-time record highs. The average price of a new home is at all-time record high levels. And this really starts to create financial stress. One of the problems we've had is the building industry is very, very stuck in the past. Builders tend to build the way it's comfortable for them, the way they learn to build, and that's what they do. And the reality is we create real inefficiencies in how we typically build in the United States. Stick built on site, and you have so many problems. I mean, you talk to builders, this one didn't show up today. That sub didn't show up today. That contractor came, but only three of their five workers came. All those inefficiencies build in. In addition, it's hard to build a very, very tight home on a construction site because it's different than building in an enclosed environment. I've learned through the years volunteering with Habitat for Humanity how they're able to build homes with extremely low utility costs by actually building, and not every Habitat affiliate does this, but uh, many of the busiest Habitat affiliates have all converted to building highly efficient homes in warehouses where you build the walls in the warehouse and then you truck the walls interior and exterior to the build site and raise them there and then habitat affiliates tend to do double insulation the effect is that even in peak energy use times for heating or cooling it's typically common for a four-bedroom home of a habitat homeowner to have a monthly utility bill of fifty dollars a month or less and it's Stuff that doesn't cost any more to do. It's just building right from the start. Well, that's always been the beef from builders about building properties, either multifamily 
or individual houses to build them efficiently, they say nobody will pay for them because they're so much more expensive to build, which is absolutely not true. The Wall Street Journal did a profile on apartments that are being built in the country that are net zero or near net zero, either have no energy bills or minimal energy bills that are being built at the same cost or less than traditionally built multifamily housing. There are architecture firms that design from the blueprint up, from the computer design forward, to build buildings that are inexpensive to build and extremely efficient to live in. It's a lack of imagination we've had in the country about this. Plus, there are local building codes that make it tough to build, in the case of individual homes, to build 3D printed homes that cut construction costs by half. And do you know that 3D homes can have a look like a traditional site-built home is their computer-aided design is such that the homes have a much more conventional look than the first experimental ones. Imagine if we were able to build housing that's very efficient from an energy standpoint, build it far quicker, and do it at half the cost. You know, you don't have to imagine it as like a science fiction thing or something that will happen in 30 years. We can do this stuff today. It takes builders being willing to do it. I saw a story about one of these homes where they're built in one-tenth the time, one-tenth the time of traditional stick-built on-site homes and they can be ugly but they don't have to be a lot of them are really good looking it's really about the imagination of the architect when he or she designs one because with 3d printing the computer just spits out the building based on the plan that's been drawn and it's the only way I'd ever build a house again because building a house, well, other than habitat, because building a house is something I once was my own general contractor. Oh, what a mistake for me to be my own GC. <laughs> Never happened again. Krista? Okay, Clark, we'll start with this question from Anthony in North Carolina. He wants to know if he should purchase a used BMW, and what are the steps that you know you're getting a, to make sure you're getting a great used vehicle? So BMWs are very heavily a leased product, and buying a three-year-old BMW, true for most of the European labels, three-year-old vehicle is a real sweet spot because through that first lease cycle, huge percent of the depreciations already occurred and so buying one as the second driver of it can't say owner because the first person leased is a really great strategy you don't know how that first person drove it 
You don't know what kind of condition the vehicle is in. So as with any used vehicle, but even more important, buying a three-year-old BMW or other European luxury or near-luxury vehicle, you've got to run a vent on it um, to know if the vehicle has been in an accident that was disclosed, and you must have it inspected by a mechanic if you're choosing. If you're buying from a BMW dealer's used vehicle lot or whatever, and they won't let you have it inspected as prior to purchase, you're done even shopping at that BMW dealer or any other dealer. Having that inspection done by a mechanic of your choosing is key. With European brands, there tend to be specialty independent repair shops that only work on that brand or maybe a brand or two. Those are the kind of places you want to have an evaluation done to make sure that the vehicle is okay. And I'll share a story about a Mercedes convertible that my wife bought good while ago. She wanted a used Mercedes convertible, a rare find called a CLK 550, and knew they were a lot of money. She wanted a used one. We looked at so many of them, and one after another, for whatever reason, was not appropriate. We found one that she really liked, had it inspected by an independent Mercedes repair shop. They got a great glowing report. She's now had that Mercedes 10 years, maybe 11 years, 10 or 11 years. It's been flawless. It's been a great purchase. So with any of these vehicles, you can't know the history. That's what the mechanics are for. And that's how you make that good decision going forward. Okay, Clark, Gene in North Carolina says, is universal life insurance with a long-term care rider a good product to purchase for a 30-year-old single person? If so, which kind is better, indexed universal life, variable universal life, or guaranteed universal life? Okay, are you trying to have me prematurely die right here on the mic right this second? Universal life is a horrifically awful terrible reprehensible despicable disgusting excuse for a life insurance policy never 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 not ever under any circumstances at any time ever by any form of a universal life insurance policy if you want to know why there's really sad ugly horrific history involving universal life over the last 40 plus years where people have lost a fortune in them and ended up with giant tax bills all you'd have to do is do universal life ripoff as a search term and you'll find story after story after story about how hideously atrocious this product is okay let's move on buying long-term care at 30 years old you're roughly half the age you should be considering buying a policy. We have no idea how that's going to work a lifetime away, really, for you at 30. If you have a need for life insurance, buy a very simple product called level term insurance. You can buy a 30-year level term policy that will cover most of your working lifetime, provide replacement of income, for your survivors and that's the purpose of having life insurance is to provide for those you leave behind who depend on you 
for financial support. Um, as for buying anything other than that at 30 years old, other than level term, not a good idea. Um, so this is an inappropriate product for your age, but universal life insurance of all its flavors is inappropriate at any age. And the reality is the type of insurance I want you to buy level term, insurance agents talk trash about because they don't even make enough money to put gas in their car to come see you off commission selling you good life insurance. So you need to look at our guide at Clark.com on how to buy level term insurance. want to tell you that coming up in today's podcast, if you are sick and tired of getting spam calls on your phone, know that you along with 330 whatever million Americans feel the same way. I'm going to tell you what to do about it. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I hate robocalls, and it's amazing how many billions of them take place. And the reason people do them is because they work. It only takes a tiny percent of people to answer a robocall and then be conned by a crook to make it worth having all that phone technology and having the employees that they employ to con people, to steal from people. The good news with robocalls is that I get very few, and you can get very few as well. And the reason that I get very few is I have a double screening protection on my cell phone. First, I'm with T-Mobile, and they offer free robocall screening or, or spam phone call screening is part of having service with them. There are similar kind of things from the other two bigs. And then I also have Umail, which is a voicemail service. It's a freemium business model that has a free version, a paid version. And they do a real good job as well at catching spam calls, although they missed one yesterday. It was really funny because I got the... Um, the write-up, you know, they do a transcript. It was just really crazy. The stories that the scamsters tell trying to steal your money. And so this is just such a, a hassle not getting the calls, but when you have your money stolen 
and you feel so bad when you think it really is somebody from your bank or whatever it is who's contacting you. And then, you know, my TV work, I just did a story about people who end up having money stolen from them with these phony car warranties. And these people are after your identity, the money you already have in an account, or at getting money from you for a dubious or fake service. Now, here are the ways that I prevent ever having to talk with a robocaller. Even if something pops up on my caller ID is being from a business I do business with, I do not answer the call. I let it go to voicemail. If it's a legitimate call and a legitimate inquiry occurs that somebody's left a message for me, I then can call them back. But I never call back at the number they leave unless I know it is the number for that business. Otherwise, I look up the number and call back to see if there really is an issue that they need to discuss with me. The only calls I answer are from people I know, never from a business. Now, I was having a software problem with my phone recently where it was diverting 100% of my calls to voicemail. And Krista thought that I was avoiding her. I did. But it wasn't. I got a software download to my phone, and the problem went away. But for days, every single call that came in, I never saw. It was diverted before my phone ever rang. And actually, it was kind of cool that I was never disturbed by a phone call. But I'm not saying, although I would have loved to have had your calls, Krista. Rejected. I saw that look on your face. I'm sorry. But the key is you are the best line of defense against a problem that no matter what software people throw at it, remains a problem. And that is robocalls. And it's the one thing I can tell you that is a truly bipartisan thing in the U.S. House and U.S. Senate is to try to come up with legislation that might employ law enforcement tools and technology that will get rid of these robocalls, but don't hold your breath. So the key is you can never get taken if you don't answer that call in the first place. Krista? All right, Clark, this is from Anonymous. I'm sorry, I don't take your calls. (laughs) This is, oh, I love, by the way, my Pixel phone as well um, has that Google service, and I screen people with that. It's awesome. It asks me if I want to screen them before. Oh, let's explain what that is. So if you get a Google phone, it gives you three choices when a call comes in, which say answer, reject. Answer, reject, or screen the call. And if you screen it, it gives the person a message that says, like, this user is using a Google screening service. Please state your name and why you're calling. And so then I see a transcript of it. Or if they're really a spammer, they hang up. So, so how many um, how many pieces of Swampland have you bought from a robocall? Zero. Exactly. Okay. Now, this is a, about another type of scam. Anonymous in Utah says, I'm a middle school principal. 
In the past three weeks, two fake accounts using my picture from the school website and name have been created on Instagram. To be clear, my accounts are not being hacked. These are false accounts created to imitate me. I do not use my real name on social media accounts because of my job. Then the accounts follow inappropriate sites and post inappropriate videos and images. The images are not pictures of me, but are distasteful. So far, I've been able to work with Instagram to remove each account. However, tracing the accounts to actual humans for legal action is all but impossible. The process is painful because I find viewing these fake accounts and the subsequent comments from former and current students disturbing and painful. I do not want to have to constantly research my name and do this. Can you recommend a reasonably, reasonably priced, reliable service that might help me find and remove these accounts on a regular basis? I'm afraid a current or future employer will see them and think they're mine. Thank you. I am really, really sorry this is happening. This is somebody who thinks this is funny or has some kind of grudge. And that is just terrible. There is no easy way to deal with this. I mean, companies hire these um, services that do uh, reputational protection for their executives, and they pay big money for it. There are some online services you'll find. I'm not going to name any of them because I've not found that any of them have brought people great satisfaction like you're looking for at monitoring what's happening with these fake accounts. You, I assume, have told officials with your employer this is going on so they know it's not you, and it is just an unfortunate modern curse. We talked recently on the podcast about people who were having all kinds of fake stuff posted about them that was showing up when employers were searching um potential employers were searching and things like that. And this is a terrible, terrible problem that does not yet have an industry solution. You have to just play the game of whack-a-mole that every time this person who has a grudge or sick sense of humor is setting up an account, you have to do just what you've been doing with Instagram, almost like Groundhog Day. You're the one who has to actively, unfortunately, do what you can to remove these accounts and do what you can to protect your own reputation. This is from Jay in Maryland. Years ago, I had a credit score above 720. Due to life events, it fell below 500. In the past year, I've gotten it back to 650 by paying debts and not using new credit cards. I got a notification that an old phone company debt of roughly $400 has just been closed, one I did not pay. After investigation, I don't see anywhere to pay this debt and do not see a collection agency that owns it. What is the best course of action to make sure this doesn't negatively affect the progress I am so proud of making? Within a year, I hope to put down a down payment on a house and rent rooms or fully rent out the house. Thank you for all you do and look forward to applying more of your great knowledge. And if this makes the show, shout out to my mom, Bonnie, who has been listening to you for years. Hi, Bonnie. Glad to have your son following your footsteps listening to our show and i'm really really excited for you what you've been able to accomplish with the debts is for this phone bill um i don't know the age of the phone bill you've not said how long ago that phone bill may have been from if it is old enough it will not affect you anyway if it is within seven years particularly if it's within five years 
at some point relatively soon on your credit file it'll show up with an identifier for a collection agency that you'll then be be able to work with to deal with this debt and uh, step by step you're getting there your determination to get credit healthy again is so clear you're absolutely going to be able to get there is for the property you buy I'm a big fan of properties that have like a garage apartment with them or something like that where you can both live at the property and have tenants it is my favorite way for somebody to have a place to live and have a property truly be an investment in your wallet john in texas says hi clark you talk about using back of the wallet credit cards once or twice a year to keep active in the credit mix You also talk about the strategy of paying off a credit card bill before the statement date to keep your credit utilization low. If you use a back-of-the-wallet card and pay it off before the statement date, will it still keep the card in your mix, or will the zero balance mean there's nothing to report to the credit bureaus? That is a great question. My understanding is the activity you've had during the month creates the activity that counts, but if you're using a card minimally, don't follow my pay it off before the do, before the closing date strategy anyway. If you're with the back of the wallet doing like a small transaction just to keep it active, there's no need for you to zero out the balance before the closing date and just pay it as agreed before the grace period ends. And what we're talking about here is higher math, doing what you can to give your credit score a giant booster shot by paying before a balance would be reported and that's something that is a great strategy for people who are within months of buying a home you can make a big impact on your credit score that then affects what mortgages you qualify for and what rates you'll have on a mortgage by following this strategy it requires really good concentration and good paperwork to get it done each and every month. And I want to thank you so much for being with us for this podcast of The Clark Howard Show. We are here to serve you seven days a week, 24 hours a day, at Clark.com and ClarkDeals.com. And think about subscribing to our newsletters if you want to learn more about money-saving ideas from our incredible team of researchers and writers.